welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 664, recorded live on Sunday, December 20th, 2020. And here are your hosts, the man who's going to be asked a question, Dave Pillay. Hi. And the man who wants to know how Dave abbreviates Thursday, Andy Lowe. Hi. How many characters am I given? You're given just one character. R. R? That's what you do? Yeah. That's what, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that's like a standard. Is, is that, is, is, there's probably an ISO out there somewhere about it. <laughs> probably. Do you know, I learned this today, the abbreviation for blue in Magic the Gathering. What, what's that? U. So when you, when you put out the five colors of magic in Magic the Gathering, you know, white, blue, black, red, green? Yes. White is W. Yep. Black is B. Okay. R is red. G is green. Blue is U. Okay. I, I don't know. You, you, we were talking about Thursday and abbreviating Thursday. They're, I thought they were related. I thought they were they were incidental <laughs> to each other. Why can't they call it? Oh, because B is black. Yeah, okay. Because B is black. And you can't even call it BL because that's still black. Or, you know, you could go with a printing standard and use it K. Yep, except the that's a misnomer. K doesn't stand for black. When what? you're talking about CMYK. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cyan, magenta, yellow. Do you know what the K actually stands for? Because it's not black. I don't know. I feel like my mind's already about to be blown. Key. Key? Key. C-M-Y-K. The K stands for key. Well, that seems weird. <laughs> At least that's what my teacher told me back in, like, intro to photography. Just in case you're wondering, the uh, date oh, elements... Wikipedia page does say key. Okay. And in parentheses, black. Because the key plate, imprinting a key plate is the plate which prints the details in an image. When printing color images by combining a links, images do not contain the key plate, which is usually impressed using black ink, provides the lines and or contrast of the image. I'm sorry, you were about to say something? Uh, ISO, what, what ISO am I looking at here? Uh, ISO 8601 is the representation of dates and times. And I'm trying to see if there's a Thursday <laughs> in here. Uh, let's see. The representation must be written in a combination of airbag numerals and certain characters that are given specific meanings within the standard. The implication is that some commonplace ways of writing parts of dates, such as January and Thursday, are not allowed. Well, how do I write Thursday, then? <laughs> how do I abbreviate Thursday? <clears throat> so, days of the week... ISO 8601 assigns numbers to the days of the week. Mm-hmm. One through seven, starting yep. with Monday, evidently. Starting with Monday. Monday. Yep. Because that's a terrible choice. I guess it's not if you want... It, it is a terrible choice unless Sunday is zero. But the ISO doesn't go zero to six. It goes one to seven. Well, day zero is dumb. Not when you're dealing with programming. <laughs> Wikipedia uses mon to wed the sat sun. Evidently, it misses fry. <laughs> I'm looking at this Stack Exchange uh, answer, and it's just like Wikipedia uses this with no Friday. Wikipedia has weekday name. Huh. Okay, so weeks start with Monday, but each week's year in the Gregorian year in which the Thursday falls. So <laughs> therefore, the first week of the year, hence, will always contain January 4th. What? 
don't know. <laughs> Andy, I think we're going down a bit of a rabbit hole here. Wait, wait, I found Researcher's Guide. They don't do single character abbreviations. Oh, it was actually just updated last year. What was the update? ISO? Yeah. Why? Who? Who? How do you get a job at the ISO? It's headquartered in Switzerland. Is it volunteer or like, do they pay people to do this? I don't know. So in the United States, it's not actually called the ISO. I mean, yes, it is. Well, but the International Organization for Standards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, but the, the U.S. standard is technically INCITS 30 1997. The International Committee for Information Technology Standards. But that's only for IT standards. The ISO is like literally anything that has a standard. Yes, but the U.S. adopted ISO 8601. Yeah, INCITS. Yep. About Central U.S. standards. So how does the INCITS relate to the ISO? Is it like the U.S. version of the ISO? In which case, I think why so. do we have a competing standards organization that defeats the purpose of having a standards organization? <laughs> there is a relevant XKCD for this too, and I can like I know what it says. I bet you, if you search XKCD standards, it'll come up as like the first one. Yeah. Situation, there are 14 competing standards. 14? Ridiculous. We need to develop one universal standard that covers everyone's use cases. Soon, there are 15 competing standards. <laughs> Is there a shower going? Uh, Kate seems to be rinsing something in the sink. Okay. Yes, I'm Why? recording this from the shower. <laughs> I was just like, Andy, what are you doing? Dude, I don't want to judge, but like, if you're recording from your bathroom... You might want to rethink that just for the audio quality. Yeah, no, the echo in the bathroom would just be horrible. Is that just because there's generally tile in the bathroom? Tile and Smaller right space. angles. Right, I mean, there's right angles here. Well, yes, but... I have many right angles around me. Yes, but there's normally not a lot of things on the walls in a bathroom. I see. So, pro tip, if you have to record in the bathroom, hang up some towels. Yes. Yeah. Better pro tip, don't record in the bathroom. <laughs> yes. Unless you're going for that kind of vibe, I don't know. Like, I've, I've heard of some very specialized podcasts. Maybe there's one for people who <laughs> want to hear the sound of, I don't even know. Nope, not going there. Not going there. Oh, uh, you had to bring that up, didn't you? One of the, the podcasts that I, well, no, 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 specific podcast. One of the podcasts that I listened to, um, the co-host actually just passed away today. Oh, I know. That's unfortunate. My condolences to their family. Yeah. Cardiac arrest while shoveling snow. Is not uncommon. No, no, not at all. It is, it is surprisingly like high incidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and is a, like, when there's a large snowfall, hospitals know to, like, get ready for more cardiac arrests. Yeah, no, after somebody posted that, they're like, cardiac arrest while snowfall? That's not surprising. It's, I, dude, it 
friggin' terrifies me when I go out to shovel. Like, I'm not unhealthy, but I'm not in great shape. And I know that I do not work nearly as hard as when I shovel snow any other time of the year. Yep. But just like when you're shoveling snow, A, it doesn't feel like you're doing that much work, and B, gotta do it. Like, what's the alternative? Let the snow build up in your driveway and then freeze over and then you can't get the cars out and then it snows again and it just adds on top of it. And since you didn't shovel the first time, you certainly aren't shoveling this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. There's a bit of a downer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. Uh, yes. I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just... I killed the podcast already. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was fat. I mean, if you didn't want to record tonight, you could have just said. <laughs> I I would have been fine. I would have been like, oh, okay, no, I, I, I understand. Like, I didn't record last night. I wasn't feeling good. I had, like, stomach cramps, and my dinner sat in my stomach for, like, four and a half hours. Oh, my gosh. And, oh, so it was Kate's birthday yesterday. Yes. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to record. I wanted to give you time to have Kate's birthday. <laughs> nice, nice retcon there. Totally the reason that was on my mind. Um, yes, so it was Kate's birthday. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Kate wanted <laughs> Outback. Blue and Onion okay. and all that. Um, we, we place the online order ahead of time. <laughs> at like yep. three. For like a pickup at... Like a pickup at 6.30, especially, you know during covid i don't want to try and you know place an order at five and have them be like oh it's not gonna be ready for a couple hours yeah so i got in there plenty ahead of time go pick up the food bring home the food yeah pull pull out the food yeah blooming onion my my chicken yep kate had a hamburger isaac had a hamburger okay i look in the containers and i see toast Without a burger? Oh, no, with a burger. Okay. But they had hamburgers on toast. That's odd. Yeah, that's what that's what we thought. <laughs> so they, did they eat their burger on toast? Well, we had hamburger buns here, so I'm just like, you know what? Okay. I'm not driving all the way back there <clears throat> and being like, dude, why, why'd you put our hamburgers on toast? I mean, they pretty clearly ran out of buns yeah so going back there and being like dude if you're out of buns that's not going to fix anything right and then the the kicker though also was the fact that um well her hamburger was undercooked and did you um, throw it up like pull out cast iron toss it on the stove cook the uh, burger? kate was doing something i had isaac at the time ah um but then i went to go you know, dip the bloomin' onion in the bloomin' onion sauce. Yeah. It was not bloomin' onion sauce. Oh, no. The closest we can think it was was like a, a, a cinnamon butter. Oh, no. <laughs> Which by itself sounds amazing uh, for an onion-based food. Onion and sugar does not go well, generally. Yeah. I'm sure someone's going to come up with a recipe that, like, totally... Let's see. Uh, sugar onion recipe. Caramelizing onions. Oh, yeah, caramelizing if super, onions. If you super caramelize them, you could use them in, in like, a dessert. 
<laughs> I, I ordered a side of, you know, I ordered a little, like, an add-on to my chicken thing, which was caramelized onions. They gave me, like, a full cup and a half of caramelized onions. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, like, five onions. That, it was a lot of caramelized onions. I'm like, I like caramelized onions, but damn. So, I yeah, yeah. All right. So, you had a Bloomin' Onion with no Bloomin' Onion sauce. What yeah. even is Bloomin' Onion sauce? I, I... For what I hope for obvious reasons, I've not been to an out, a uh, outback in a long time, and even prior to those obvious reasons, like my my parents, dude, like they're not gonna go to Outback Steakhouse. That that was not a place that we went. Um, kind of think of it like a um, uh, let's see. Well, let me go look. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking uh, up a copycat sauce. Yeah, yeah, mayonnaise, paprika, horseradish, lemon, little couple of okay, drops of so soy it's, sauce. It's kind of like an aioli with a little bit of like ketchup. Yeah, and horseradish. That's a that's a pretty good sauce. Okay. Oh yeah, no, I to, the the best the best. I, ca- I always call it the zesty sauce because that's what they call it at uh, Burger King. Yep. Um, Buffalo Wild Wings has the best zesty sauce with their onion rings. Uh, I think this is the same kind of sauce as the, um, what do they call it, shack sauce or shake, I don't know, it's the sauce they have at Shake Shack. It's very similar to this. It's, it's kind of an aioli sweet with a little kick from the horseradish. It's uh, probably like every fast food special sauce is the same sauce. Yeah, they're saying uh, Southwest Ranch sauce. Yeah, no. Which they're southwest the ranch sauce. Of food. Can I can I make a, a small complaint about Wisconsin? <laughs> Just a small one. While we're on the topic of food, I went for for reasons. I was hoping to pick up some canned beets. I go to the grocery store. I'm not there just for the canned beets, right? I'm there for groceries. I'm there to buy food for the week. And but I'm like, I, I want to make burgers. And on the advice of some friends from Australia and some trainees from Australia, uh, an Australian burger is the patty with a fried egg and some sliced beetroot. And maybe sometimes, depending on whether or not you do the beetroot, um, pineapple. Now, I've been doing it with pineapple. I've actually had a burger, pineapple, cheese, fried egg. And dude, it is fantastic. Oh, I Holy don't know. That, that sounds amazing. Especially if you like fry up the pineapple a bit so that it's it's a little sweeter, a little more condensed, a little toasty. And you mm-hmm. put that on the, oh my God. It's, but I wanted to try it with beetroot because that's evidently what they do down there. And so I go to the store and I go to the, uh, I, there's plenty of fresh beets. Great. I don't want fresh beets. I want just like a can of beets that I can just use. I don't want to have to cook them. I don't want to have to peel them. I just want to pull it out of a tin, throw it on the burger. Go to the canned veggies. It's a whole section of, of peas and beans and different kinds of peas. And I look, there's an entire shelf of sauerkraut. Yeah, I can see that. This is how you know you're in Wisconsin. There is an entire shelf of sauerkraut. And the only pickles, or not the only pickles, the only beets are pickled beets. And there's like one container of it what the hell what the hell <laughs> that's just a bad grocery store because I, I you know i could <laughs> i think of meyer and i think of like shelves upon shelves of of canned veggies 
And like, there's an entire beet section of that. Do you, do you want me to buy you a 69 cent can of sliced beets from Meyer and, <laughs> and ship it to you? Spend $4 to ship it? Uh, I'm good. Thank you, though. <laughs> I, I, will, I will seek alternative remedies first before I start asking you to ship me groceries. <laughs> can you please ship me some beets? Andy, dude, so what I need you to do is buy me some beets. Would you like the Meyer beets or would you like the Del Monte sliced beets? I don't. I mean, if we're going to do that, then we should do both and we can compare them. Or would you want the Julianne beets? I don't. I don't want any of these beets. I want them here (laughs) and not for you to have to go to the store and ship them to me. I also don't care that much about trying a a beetroot burger, beetroot on a burger. A beetroot burger makes it sound like the beet is the burger. Why would you want a julienne beet? I mean, they could go in a salad that way. Oh, yeah, 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 that's true. It would be pretty tasty in a salad. I made a a giant, like, chopped salad this week, and that was my lunch for four out of the five days. Did you know Olive Garden sells their salad dressing? Yeah. That's, I, I discovered that this year. It's probably one of the best things that came out of 2020. Uh, also probably one of the worst things that come out of, came out of 2020, and that's saying something. Oh. It is not low-calorie, low-sugar, low-fat. Yeah, no, I, I, had my, um, I, had, I had my physical on Friday. Ooh. Yeah. How are your numbers, Andy? <laughs> um, uh, well, I didn't get a chance to do my blood work beforehand. Okay. So... But yeah, no, I'm up about 12 pounds over the year. Whoa. Oh, oh my. Yeah. But you stopped running. Yeah. A I big st- part of that. Yeah. And um, she, she was like, so, uh, you know, you're, you got to get your weight down. I'm like, well, I was literally planning on going to the gym <laughs> in February <laughs> and, you know, going to the gym during the middle of, you know, during the middle of my day, because that's the perfect time for me to go to the gym. Yeah. And what happened? <laughs> The gyms got shut down. Look, it's just a giant conspiracy to make us less healthy. <clears throat> She's like, oh, yeah, sure. Excuses. I'm like, no, I, I, you know, I can <laughs> do it like. Oh, shit. I should probably go get my physical. I haven't done that in a year, more than a year. Uh, I don't know the last time I did it. And yeah, that's probably not good. I'm I'm sure I've put on weight since then. I'm up. A lot this year. Yeah. And it was really funny, though, also was the fact that I had to do a depression screening before the doctor came in there. And one of the questions was like, are you getting enough sleep? And I'm like, <laughs> like, I have two kids. Yeah. So I also told the doctor, she's like, I'm like, you know, I just had a second kid in July. She's like, oh, congratulations. OK, I'll give you a pass. <laughs> she's like, Thank you. Thank you. She's like, I remember my, you know, my first two kids. And then she was going off on, uh, we were talking about the, the COVID vaccine, and then we talked about social structures and social safety nets, and it was like my physical was like literally done in like five minutes, and then we just spent the next 15 minutes there discussing just life. Talking. Uh, let's see. I had a CBC with Diff in February of 2019. That was almost two years ago, and I think that was the emergency one. Not emergency, but urgent care. Mm. Uh, yeah, last... Oh, my. <laughs> well, okay, then. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's a good thing. 
in other news. So the cat, the vaccine's yeah. going out. It and, is um, with both companies. Uh, Moderna just got approval, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, I might be if I'm reading the uh, CISA <laughs> paperwork mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah. I might be grouped in with emergency responders, which mean I'm I'm like top of the line group 1B in Michigan. Not bad, sir. Not bad. How will you know? I'm not Who is I, is reaching out to you? Uh nobody yet, but I've I I I was reading this here and I was looking going through the 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 list there and I'm like, "Wait a second. Am am I reading this right?" So I I sent an email on Friday afternoon to the um, the Michigan Association of Broadcasters going, hey, am I am I reading this right? Would we be grouped in with this group here? And I haven't heard back yet. So Yeah. I'm I'm waiting for our trade organization who, you know, helps put on the governor's press conferences. Yep. That maybe, you know, they could <laughs> just, you I know, mean, talk talk to the, you know, governor or the uh I Director of well. the Health and Human Services? Wait, what? I work for a software company that does medical records. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you'd be a non-frontline hospital worker then. Right. So, I don't... Also, my boss is rich. Like, <laughs> really rich. And wants everyone to come back to campus as soon as absolutely possible. If you recall in the news, like Mm -hmm. they tried to force us back in September and everyone was saying, no, no, no. And they were like, yes. And it ended up being no, thankfully. But yeah, no, um, I, I haven't heard anything yet. I don't know, but I know way back at the beginning they were like, yeah, you guys are, are still working through the pandemic. We're not closed. We're an essential service. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I, I've heard that like the vaccine is not to be taken lightly in that it, it kind of puts you out for a bit. Um, yeah. Uh, who was it? Uh, oh, AOC. AOC got it. And then, you know, uh, did a Q and a about it right after she got it. Yeah. And then did a follow up Q and a 24 hours later. Oh, and her follow-up Q&A was just like, man, I am just, I'm, I'm beat, which yeah. is good. She's like, it's good that I'm beat, but man, it is, this thing really just knocks you on your butt. <laughs> <sighs> so that is coming down the pipe. So the, the sad thing, though, is I was talking to my physician about that, and she said that uh, she... According to the the hospital, only half of the hospital staff has actually signed up to receive the vaccine right away. I because they want other people to get it first. I guess so. I don't know. I hope. Like seriously, guys, just take the vaccine, please. Like it'll make us all feel better. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there going, like, I'm clamoring, trying to figure out how soon can I get it. And other people are like, who are on top line? You're going. Ah. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. We should probably start talking about topics, though. Yeah, probably should. Uh, do you want to talk about all the craziness with Cyberpunk 2077? I I mean, if people want to hear that, they aren't coming to us. <laughs> no. Right? But it, That's not what this show is. It's, um, it's it, still ridiculous, though, that the fact that Microsoft is offering refunds and PlayStation has pulled it from 
the PS the store, the PS4 store. Yes. So CDPR like made a mistake. They they really pushed for the PS5 version and the Xbox Series X version and kind of neglected previous generations, which you know was not brought up in the critics because the critics only had access to the PC version of the game before launch. So How bad was it? Like if they're if Sony is pulling it from the store, how bad was it? I I guess bad. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Now, this was self-published, right? CDPR doesn't work with a publisher. Uh I do believe so. Yeah, I'm so looking CD it up right now. 2077 producers, writers, programmers, platforms, developer or CD Project and CD Project Red. Is there a publisher? CD Project. Okay. Yeah, so CD Project Red self-published or CD Project self-published and C- I don't know if there's a difference between CD Project and CD Project Red. Um, but like that means that they had no one pressuring them other than themselves. Yes. <laughs> So I get like the 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 world, the industry, the the consumers. I I think uh, are just kind of pissed that like why didn't you do thorough testing on previous generation stuff if you're going to release it for previous generation stuff? And I think mm-hmm. that's really what it was. Like if they had not released it on PlayStation Four and Xbox One, would have been fine. Yeah, people no. would have been pissed because they would have been like, well, but I I want this game. And Sony and Microsoft would have been thrilled because they would have said, hey, come buy our new consoles. But yeah, that's talk about spending your goodwill capital. Yeah. I mean, Cyberpunk 2077 won, won, won over 100 awards at E3 2018. How? It wasn't out. What awards did it win? Best possible game? I guess. Best vaporware? <laughs> Most amazing promises? Let's see. Um, best game, best Xbox One game, best PC game, best it RPG. It wasn't out. <laughs> what the hell are they doing over there? I don't know. But yeah, no. IGN gave the PC version of the game nine out of ten. It gave the PS4 and Xbox One version four out of ten. Ouch. <laughs> So it was just like glitches and crazy stuff that happened. It is not an exaggeration to say that I felt nauseated after playing because of the terrible frame rate. Ow! <laughs> it is really that bad and it is very suspicious that CG, CD Projekt Red refused to provide console reviews copies ahead of launch. Yep. Oof. Thinking maybe they knew ahead of time mm-hmm. that they had a problem. Oh, that's that's crappy. That's just shitty, man. CDPR, get your shit together. Like you said, they had they had lots of <laughs> capital that they just blew. Yep. And not in a good way. No. <laughs> you were the chosen one. <laughs> were they though? No. Were they really? I don't think they were. Uh speaking um, of old hardware. Wait, wait, wait. Speaking of the Chosen One and Star Wars, have you been watching any of the Star Wars news this week? Uh, I've been trying to stay away because, oh my god, Mandalorian spoilers freaking everywhere. Yeah, yeah, Mandalorian spoilers everywhere. Watch fucking Mandalorian, Andy. How about you come over here and babysit my kids? 
I will do that so that you can watch Mandalorian. I got like a week off. I'll come over like, hey, Isaac, come here. Let me show you Minecraft. You think Legos are good. He's actually been uh, back into uh, BeamNG again. To what? BeamNG. We talked about this. Sure. BeamNG Drive. Nope. Not ringing a bell. Vehicle simulator. Oh, it's a open world vehicle simulator. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. He's been watching those videos again every once in a while, so. Okay. Yeah, no, I'll just get him on, like, Factorio or something. and Try to remember what games I played when I was three. It was not Factorio. No, no, it was not. It was, like, Duck Hunt. Take this gun, point at screen, pull trigger. He may, he may or may not dig that. He he might, no, yeah, because he always, you know, every once in a while pulls out my, uh, my Nerf Maverick and has me shoot the refrigerator. Because uh, well, the, the suction cup darts, you know, stick to the fridge. There was a Mario game that came out. Was that Mario Odyssey? It must have been. Where, like, player two can be Cappy and run around and just, like, collect coins. Oh, yeah. That was adorable the first time I read that. Right. Like, it's totally designed for the little brother thing. Mm-hmm. Now, that said, I, I yeah, Mandalorian is friggin' fantastic and amazing, and I'm sorry that you've probably gotten spoiled for it. Well, it's not like, you know, I don't know anybody who said, hey, if you're watching Mandalorian, you should probably watch these shows here and these episodes. Oh, that's that's not the spoilers, And Oh, no, no, yeah, no, I've seen the other spoilers. I'm just trying not to spoil the spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, Mandalorian is fantastic, and I am very excited for... for um, Season three? Christmas of next year is when season three comes out. That's okay. Now you can start getting into the Marvel swing. Yeah, that that will exist between now and then. WandaVision comes out soon, right? Yeah, January January 21st? Did you see the Captain Planet meme, by the way? With, like, Disney+, Plus, Hulu, Netflix, uh, and, and, like, two other streaming sites... And it was, by your powers combined, I cost just as much as cable. <laughs> Sounds about right, yeah. I saw Discovery is pulling their own um, Disney Plus with all the Discovery programming. Eh, Discovery. Well, who's under that Discovery Plus banner? Let's see. Discovery Plus, let's see. Five ninety nine a month, so you get Food Network, TLC, ID, Discovery... Planet Earth, Own TV. Oh, full list of originals can be found on the streamable. Uh, anyway, <laughs> should probably yeah. circle back. Come on, let's yep, figure yep, out nope. something, something else. Uh, where, where were we? Well, I was going to bring up a topic, and then you hijacked it. Oh, well, go for it. What topic do you want to bring up? The fact that um, you still could have, or you still can, actually, play... Um, Halo multiplayer on the 360 cool. for the next year. And then it goes away. Yes, Microsoft plans to shut down the Halo services for Xbox 360 <laughs> in December 2021. No. This does not affect the Master Chief collection. Yeah, that's what I was or, thinking. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is not expensive. Like, just go buy it. 
yes, you have to buy a game that you already bought, but it's actually buying like six games you already bought. But also, if you're still playing it, buy it again. Like, give them give them that support. Yeah. I I feel almost bad at how long I have played Factorio <laughs> for what I paid for it. Because I got it when it was 20 bucks. Andy, I have like 2,000 hours on it. Do you want me to tell you how many days is on my uh, Your Marvel Puzzle Marvel Quest? Your Puzzle Quest? Yeah. No, no, I'm good. Probably a lot. Uh, hold on. I, I can probably tell you here in a second. I gotta let it boot up here. But they just keep on adding all new characters. <clears throat> they're they're adding Frog Thor? I don't even know that was a thing. You didn't know about Frog Thor? No. I think his, um... Throg. Is, oh, is that what it's called? Is, Throg? Throg is... Well, it's, it's how the fans refer to him. Okay. Uh, that was in one of the episodes of Pet Avengers, I think. Yeah, Throg. <clears throat> See, like I said, I didn't even know that was a thing. Now I do, though. Yep. Here. Picture. Andy. Send. They actually reference it in um, Ragnarok. I think it was in Ragnarok. At some point, Thor talks about Loki turning him into a frog. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's funny. So they, they reference it canonically in the, the movies. It's not the frog Thor that we know of from the comics, but they at least made a reference to it. Okay, I get you now. Okay, let's see. I am now going to be on day 2038. Yeah. Well, but that's that's consecutive days of logging in. But that could be like five minutes per day. Still, even right? five minutes minimum, not minimum five, probably 15 minutes. Because I have okay. to do, I do the daily quests at least. So, so call it, I'll, I'll be generous, Andy. I'll give you an average of half an hour a day. Okay, half an hour a day, 30 minutes a day times 2038 is what I said. Mm-hmm. 2038, yes. Is 1,015 hours. You're right, that is true. <laughs> I've put in 2,200 hours. Okay, but does that also count in the game just running in the background? It does, and I will admit there have been times where I accidentally left the game running on the menu screen overnight. So go ahead and subtract 200 hours, <laughs> which will assume that I've left the game running for 10 hours 20 times. Yeah, probably not. I still have 2,000 hours on it. I don't know why I sound proud of this. <laughs> I should not be proud of this. <laughs> Um, well, speaking of big money games, um, yeah, the list of billion dollar mobile games of this year. Uh Oh, Pokemon Go, Candy Crush, Clash of Clans, uh, PUBG, number one. PUBG doesn't count. That's not a mobile game. PUBG Mobile combined with the Chinese localization version game for peace. Accumulated close to $2.6 billion this year in revenue. I call bullshit. PUBG is not a mobile game. Wait, you're going to say Fortnite is number two? No. Number two is Honor of Kings, $2.5 billion. Three is Pokemon Go, $1.2 billion this year. Jesus Christ. 
Uh, number four is Coin Master. Never heard of it. Never heard of it, but it made over a billion dollars. Well, it, it picked up in revenue. Its revenue was over a billion dollars this year. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Roblox. Also not a mobile game. Just because it's on the phone doesn't mean it's a mobile game. I, I'm just telling you what the guys who telling me. Yeah, I know. Do you do you feel differently though? <sighs> Are you able to play PUBG Mobile with people on PCs or no? I don't know that one. I don't know. Roblox, you 100% can. Roblox is a PC game ported to the phone. Well, calling it a mobile game is like calling Final Fantasy III a mobile game. Well, they they've got to have some way of tracking this data for the for the Google Play and the the Apple what does what Apple call their thing now? Just the iOS Apple store, right? Or is it the iOS store? It's it's the Apple store, right? Oh, they just uh, globally across the App Store and Google Play. So they have some way of tracking this cuz this is their job is to track this data. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm I'm just saying that it should not be considered a mobile game. Yes. It is a game available on the phone. Yes, they made $2.6 billion of PUBG on the sales on the phone. I still don't call it a mobile game. I, I feel like it should be in a different category. I can still tell you, though, that there are one, two, three, four, five games have made on the mobile platforms over a billion have dollars. Generated revenue. Yeah, over that's true. Yes, yeah, I got to remember <laughs> profit versus revenue are two different things. Because, you know, um, TikTok would like to have a word with you. Or who else, is, who else hasn't made money yet? Uber? Yeah, well, that's right, Uber. Uh, Twitter? <laughs> Uber and Twitter would like to have a chat with you. Uh, let's see, we got some uh, Asian video game news. Wait, I'm trying to think if there was one more. Who was it that was just doing an IPO that said, like, we have not made a profit, we do not expect to make a profit? <clears throat> was that Postmates or Uber Eats or something? Or I think, uh, oh, was that DoorDash? DoorDash, that's what it was, yes. It was DoorDash, right? Like, they're yeah. like, we are not profitable, we don't see a path to being profitable, give us money. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> Excuse me. Every so often you get one of those cans of Verner's that actually tastes like ginger. You're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm uh, going shopping tomorrow. I should get myself some Verner's. You should. Did you also see that um, Baja Blast is going away? What? I thought they were coming out with more versions of Baja Blast. I'm pretty sure I saw that Baja Blast is going to, they will no longer offer it. I'm not seeing anything in the news about that. All right, I could be wrong. Like, supposedly there was actually couldn't be coming out with like two or three different flavors of Baja Blast next year, supposedly. I just want to know how it's in like all the grocery stores here. Okay, there it is. Current status, permanent flavor. Cans and bottles in Canada, Taco Bell in the U.S. and Canada. Oh, I get it. Huh. We must just get like some shipments of Canadian Baja Blast. Because <laughs> it sure is coming into the store here. Putting that out, I swear I saw something that they were stopping Baja Blast. I guess I'm wrong. I must be making that up. Okay, sorry. Don't, back don't, to don't scare me like that, Dave. Back to you're going to you're going grocery shopping. You're going to get some Verners and also some canned beets, right? 
But yeah, I've got a can of spam in my pantry just because. <laughs> just because. Um, I I do encourage you the next time you make a burger, fry up an egg, get some pineapple, put it on the burger. Oh my god, the pineapple was on sale Meyer last week. Whole pineapple, whole pineapple yeah. was on sale yeah. for like eighty seven cents. That's a pretty good price for a pineapple. I know. <laughs> For a thing that literally used to be a status symbol. People used to, used to carry around pineapple they used as to a like, show of wealth. They used to like rent them for parties, right? Because they were so ridiculously like specialized and expensive. And you're like, yeah, 87 cents. <clears throat> yeah, before selling them for consumption, pineapple merchants <laughs> rented pineapples to people who couldn't afford to purchase them. Yep. <laughs> oh... Um, oh, speaking of a lot of wealth and billions of dollars, so we had talked about a couple of weeks ago that it looked like Take-Two was trying to buy Codemasters, right? Yes. Uh, it turns out that's not going to happen. Because? Um, EA wants to buy them. Codemasters. Yeah. For $1.2 billion. Man, I sure wish I had a billion dollars to throw around. What was really funny was the fact that reports of EA considering to buy Codemasters only showed up after the the news broke that Take-Two was looking to buy them. Mm. Do you think that EA was doing it just quietly and silently and then Take-Two was like, hey, we're interested in this. And EA was like, fuck you. <laughs> we were here first. Also, this is our specialty, buying other companies. Yeah, and the fact that EA already has Need for Speed, Burnout, and Real Racing. So they already have a quote-unquote racing division. So, you do Monopoly? <laughs> Are we worried that, like, can can we say someone has a Monopoly on the video game market? I, I, I don't, like, is that something you can monopolize? Can there be a company that has a Monopoly on RTS? Because if they do, like, you can just start your own video game company and make an RTS. I mean, there they was can always... monopolize the licenses, right? Yeah. Like, there's there's only like so Madden. many. Madden. Right. Yeah. And and that's why someone who was it was making a a sports game that wasn't was that two K games? I do believe so. Yes, it was making believe... a football game that is not a football simulator. Yeah. Which I don't think we've seen anything about that yet. <laughs> 2K football. 2K Sports signs NFL deal for video game that won't compete with Madden. <laughs> uh, multi-year deal for non-simulation titles to launch in 2021. Again, a non-simulation football game experience. What is that? <laughs> The closest I can think of, and I've actually, I played this game actually, was NFL Streets. Wasn't that just all the NFL players, like, doing backyard football? Pretty much, yeah. But it was... Maybe they're just doing fantasy football as, like, a formalized video game. Oh, jeez. In which case, DraftKings will murder them. Like, literally murder them, because they're, like, super shady. God, what's Madden 2020 even looking like? Because, like, is I, I want to know if there's, like, a COVID mechanic built into the game. Like, there's a percent chance that your team 
has COVID and can't play. No, no, no. I, you're probably thinking of Madden 2021 because Madden NFL 20 came out in 2019. That's right. They come they come out a year ahead of time. Okay. Yeah. So 2021, like, I want there to be, as the coach of the team, the ability to, like, enforce different levels of strictness on your players for for things like social distancing and mask wearing. <laughs> <laughs> huh. the nfl pro bowl will be played on madden nfl 21 what november 17th 2020 <laughs> the pro bowl will be played out on ea sports madden nfl 21 video game after the real life version of football's all-star game was canceled what the game was canceled and yes. so they're like well we can just play madden that's what's gonna happen it looks like <clears throat> okay uh, 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I just work. And here. just thinking of all those parents who are like, "Why are you playing football on the PlayStation? You could go outside and play football." I'm like, "Well, look at what the pros are doing." <laughs> don't try and stream it though, because uh, somebody's trying to make streaming copyrighted content a felony. What? United States Senator Tom Tillis. Introduced legislation to make streaming, unauthorized streaming of content, such as music clips, something that could be a felony. (sighs) U.S. Senator Tom Tillis from North Carolina, Republican, attempting to attach a measure onto the federal omnibus bill, makes unauthorized streaming of content, such as music clips, something that would lead to jailing Twitch users. Oh, my God. Okay. Sure. Whatever. Why not? This year has been effed already like oh my god dude Mm -hmm. is crazy dude is crazy yep federal penalties for those who oh yeah stream 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 content way to tank an entire industry right would that not just tank an entire industry well think of the just the the craziness that we had recently with the twitch dmca takedowns from the riaa wasn't it yeah I mean, who would try and fight that if trying to fight it would mean jail time? Right. Like, if, if it gets through, it's going to be through. Mm-hmm. In which case, Twitch is dead. Like, streaming is going to take a huge hit. <sighs> All right, is there anything else on here that you want to... Oh, I mean, you want to talk about regulation. Pornhub just did a massive takedown because they may have been hosting videos by human traffickers. Oh, lovely. So it's actually a Canadian company. I didn't know that. And Canada kind of put the kibosh on them and said, like, you have some serious issues. So they just went through and removed anyone who was um, what's the what's the term I'm looking for? Like. Anyone who had not confirmed who they were. Nine million of the 13.5 million videos. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Unverified. That's what it was. Yeah. They've removed all unverified videos. Two thirds of their content, almost three quarters of their content. That's a lot. That is a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Foxconn is still trying to pull shit. (laughs) Yep. Did you did you actually read this article? Oh yeah. No, and I read the the other Verge article about it. Yep. Where it's so, it's not a it's not a factory anymore. It's a storage facility. 
Oh no 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 no! We we never we never promised you a factory. I mean, it was in the contract, but that wasn't material to the contract. The contract was that we would provide jobs and that we would uh, put money into the local economy. Oh, Which, we we didn't do that either. Oh shit! <laughs> My favorite fact was that they hired a bunch of people just to try the to try and hit an earlier um, check mark. No, I was Benchmark, that's what I was like, check mark, that's not right. Benchmark. And they basically just had all the guys, they were paying the guys in order to get the benchmark, but the guys weren't doing anything. Yep. Cushiest job ever. Yeah. Literally literally they were paying you to do nothing just because they needed people on the payroll. Yep. <sighs> I can't can't believe they're t- like trying to pull this. Like, oh no, no. The the like next generation L C D family uh facility. That wasn't really part of the deal. What? <laughs> I'm sad because Colbert and Oliver are both done for the year. Yep. They've they've recorded their last stuff for the year. And so neither of them are going to get to this. But I would love to see this on either of those shows because what? Oh my god. What a mess. What a mess, Andy. This is from 2018. Like this should have been the fuck. Republicans. Yep. I remember Walker was so proud of this. And mm-hmm. like Trump came to the state to break ground and was like, oh, look at the cool stuff we're doing. We're bringing industry back. Yay. And uh, in here the- I was going like, you are a moron. They're lying out of their asses to you. Because it's, it's not the first time. This is Foxconn. Yeah. This is Foxconn. How? How do you trust this company? The answer is you don't. They just pay you a lot of money. Okay, we can move on. Before Dave breaks something. Too late. I found that when I get like really angry at things, I take off my glasses and polish them. Um, should we just hit the randoms? Because we're already... Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Random review. My review. Yes. Talk to me about something that you may or may not like. What do you, do you like this? I'm not sure. Uh, I would like to review Olive Garden Italian. No, um, <laughs> I. So Laura has a computer that we, mm-hmm. we bought for her. We just bought a pre-built whatever, and it started having network connectivity issues. And so I bought another um, internal Wi-Fi card for the PCIe port, and I plugged it in, and it worked great for a day, and then connectivity issues and. For some reason, it's not sitting well in the PCIe port. Like, the computer will just drop it totally and not recognize that it's even there. Oh my, that's that's not good. No, no. So I'm like, okay, fuck this, forget it. And I bought an external USB Wi-Fi adapter. And in but- fact, I bought two of them, one for her and one for me. Because our computers are upstairs and the 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 cable modem is on the first floor... And the Wi-Fi, I have a mesh Wi-Fi. I have a main and a satellite. And the satellite is below the office. It is 15 feet from the computers down. So I bought an external USB Wi-Fi adapter. It is USB 3. So the USB speed is not going to be the limiting factor here. Uh, It is dual band. It has two antennas. And it works at both the 2.4 and 5 gigahertz level. And damn, it's fast. And damn, it gives a 
good, solid connection. And it was plug and play. Didn't have to do any weird, like, configuration. Didn't have to install any drivers. Just plugged it in, and it was ready to go. Now, I don't know, because I haven't looked um, about how useful it would be for security penetration uh, or penetration testing, more specifically. I, I kind of am not in that anymore. I did that a little bit years and years ago, and I remember you had to get, like, a special Wi-Fi adapter So I don't know if this is any good for that, but for a general, hey, I just need to add Wi-Fi to this computer. This thing works great. Like, it just worked great. No, it looks, so it can do do both 2.4 and 5. Yep. Do we know what the DBR on the antenna is at all or no? I don't know what that is. Well, the, the, um, what's the gain on the antennas? I don't know how to measure that. It's probably here in the fact sheet somewhere. It says dual high-gain antennas, 5 DVI high-gain external oh, okay. antennas. There you go. All right. Is, is that the, the yes. number you're looking for? Yes, yes it is. Is that a good number? Well, that's, that's not bad for high-gain antennas, especially for just, you know, a little USB thing. That supports all of the 802s. A, B, A, C, G, N. Yeah, it, it was small. It was cheap. It was 30 bucks, And now I just don't worry about it. I like that it's got the cable there too, though. Yes. So you can actually put it up on the tabletop rather than yes, having it. That, that was um, actually, that was probably one of the key things that led me to this one. Because the back of the computer where you're going to be plugging all this stuff in, like if you look at some of the other ones, they're thick. Right. And mm-hmm. thick with like two C's thick. They are they take space and will block your other ports. So it was nice to have this one because it's just a USB cable that you just plug in. And the fact that it was USB C made it even better. Well, OK, I might have to uh, I'll have to put this in my memory bank for work because it's been a couple of times where, yeah, no, people have had bad Wi-Fi at work. Yeah. And, you know, it's some, most of the time it's a lot easier just to just put a better antenna on it or put an antenna on it where you can move the antenna to a slightly different place. Mm-hmm. OK, random topic, random topic rolled ahead of time. What makes a good Rube Goldberg device? So length definitely plays into a part in it. Yes. Right. Yeah. Have you seen the the world's slowest Rube Goldberg device? <laughs> No, that's it's what? called the it, there's there's a YouTube video of it. Slowest Rube Goldberg, which depends on like grass growing as part of the Rube Goldberg machine. Oh, geez. Um, I, I have some issues with it in that once it starts, it is not entirely automatic because you have to like literally grow grass. Uh, and like, there's a turtle involved. So like there's living components involved in it, but I, I still would classify it as a, a Rube Goldberg esque machine. I don't know. I think misdirection is, is a nice thing to have in a Rube Goldberg machine. Uh, I think juxtaposition where you get like, you know, this little thing causes this big thing. Well, I love it when it, you know, it goes really big. And then goes back, you know, it's got it's got a size component to it where you start getting really big and then you can you can you, you narrow it down to something really small. Yeah. I think I'm trying to think of the my favorite Rube Goldberg component was in the um the Toyota one mm-hmm. where they had a ramp 
and there were tires sitting on the ramp. And the and this tires was a, go up the ramp. The tires go up the ramp. You yep. watch that, and you're just like, wait, what? And by the time you try, like, your brain starts, you're already on to the next thing. And you're just like, wait, what did oh, I yeah. just, <laughs> wait, yeah. wait. How did you guys get tires to roll uphill? Up. Without, in, like, any extra input of energy, right? Yeah, like, you tap the tire, and it rolls up the hill. You and then it taps they, another right? tire and rolls that one up the hill. It's just like, what? But I think that would be part of, like, the misdirection. Yeah, yeah. You do know how they did that, right? Yeah, they were, they were, they were extremely weighted. Yes. So much so that they um, basically, yeah, you, you extremely weighted and very balanced that that was one of the things that they needed to, you know, okay, set these things up and nobody even just look at them. I'm watching the Rube Sloberg. <laughs> it it has um, popsicles melting. It has yeah, some some great things. But also like it's fake. It is. It has to be fake. Wasn't there a Science Olympiad event that had to do with Rube Goldberg devices? I don't remember. Probably. I think the Toyota one is really good. I think the Okay uh, Go have done a couple of good okay, ones. Go one. Yeah, well, they, they did, like, one really good one. Yeah. For This Too Shall Pass. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think once you kick it off, it shouldn't require any interference. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the course. It, it shouldn't require any additional input. And ideally, I don't, I don't know. I think it, it shouldn't be, like, computer controlled. No, I, I love the analog aspect of it can have some digital things in there but you know yeah and like almost like the misuse of materials as well yes and i i think when being recorded it is important that it be one solid take mm-hmm. which the toyota one isn't or not the toyota honda right it was a honda one was it honda or toyota maybe it was i think it was honda you're right it was honda it, it won an award but i'm pretty sure it was honda it was yeah i'm looking at it right now Okay, yeah. It was called COG. Yes. Because it starts with a COG wheel. I don't know. I don't think there's anything else that I have to say, anything else to add to it. It's a pretty cool Rube Goldberg machine. There's an official Rube Goldberg website. Well, there's also, you know, there's a world record for Rube Goldberg stuff, too. I feel like going to RubeGoldberg.com should have links that redirect you to other pages. (laughs) Like, you shouldn't be able to just go there, right? You should go there, and it should take you to this other website and, like, animate you clicking the mouse on this other thing, and, like, it should construct the website for you. Okay. Yeah, no, I think that's it, though. All right. Go watch Rube Slowbird. I'm just gonna it, go to bed. It takes a couple minutes, man. No, I'm, I'm, I, this, that, that's a wrap. I'm going to bed. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you.